0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the fight of the century. In the red corner, weighing in at one Shaquille O'Neal, we have Miguel Megusto. And in the blue corner, or whichever color I didn't already say, weighing in at two Shaquille O'Neal shoes, we have Glenjamin Button. It's the fight of the century. And the bell rings. Oh, oh, there goes Miguel Megusto with a right hook and a left hook. Oh, and Glenjamin coming in with a spoiler. The following podcast contains spoilers for The Harder They Fall. You have been warned! <laughs>
1: gather round gather round everybody welcome back to another episode of kfr news radio this is your host benjamin Bunn along with your host miguel megusto and That's they're me. off to
0: the races god damn they're so fast it turned british real completely quick. different <laughs>
1: completely different sport
0: yes. whatever yes how are you doing mm.
1: i am not too bad i'm fresh off of a little house sitting weekend uh, I was sleeping on my mom's bed while she was at the beach partying her life away for her, her birthday. And yeah. man, that woman has uh, the softest bed that I cannot stand. My poor back, my poor spine. Please, call a doctor.
0: Ouch. <laughs>
1: <So I'm, laughs> my back hurts a little bit, but yeah. I'm sure yours does too when you have to carry the show like you do, Mike.
0: Uh, always, always. Mm, Speaking time. of carrying the show, mm. <laughs> how many movies did you watch this week?
1: Do you really need to guess, sir? No. Two? <laughs> two. two. <laughs> um, I, had, I had done a little bit of While the House Sitting. I was helping a buddy out and um, like editing some videos for him from mm-hmm. Twitch. Um, and then I had movies on in the background, but I never actually sat through and watched. Um, she had cable, so I just put on one of those old... Like uh, old channels, like with Holy John shit. Wayne movies and shit. So I was yeah, like, oh, like TCM or something. Yeah, just something to put on in the background. So yeah. barely watched some like John Wayne movies, and uh, barely started the gray the gray man with uh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. But I watched Nope, which we have a movie review out.
0: Mm-hmm. It's in the
1: existence. I finished Stranger Things season Ooh. four. I uh, genuinely like it. I uh, know I said the last couple times that I had been, like, falling asleep during the episodes. That mm-hmm. doesn't, like, disregard the fact that it was good. It's mm-hmm. Second best season, in my opinion. Season three is still kick ass. Um, but, uh, you know, four was fantastic. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're coming out with another, like, half season or some shit. I'm not sure how they're doing uh, it. But they're
0: probably going to milk it dry like they do everything. Uh,
1: yeah, and then uh just for more like casual background like uh shit while I was doing stuff, I put on the show Gypsy. That is a Netflix original and was apparently the fastest canceled Netflix uh well, show as well. Um I did not know that until I started watching it. <laughs> I mean, if it's
0: a Netflix show, Gypsy has been a uh, ex- again, excuse me for using the term, but it is a technically a racial slur. Mm. Uh so <laughs> I'm not surprised but yeah. uh yeah', yeah it's about uh, a
1: white woman, so it's that's just great interesting
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you could consider uh i think they're i forget what the their actual like name is the people who are yes. considered gypsies usually are from from Romania or around Romania, mm-hmm. and uh I forget what their name is so i'm I'm not gonna try to figure it out, but uh yeah. I think they're technically white if if you could consider that, but think i could
1: consider we'll, we'll, we'll see though but um yeah. as far as the show goes um i mean it, it didn't seem that bad like it was kind of holding my attention while i was uh watching or like editing and stuff like that but it didn't seem that bad i only got in halfway through i think but uh it is what it is Oh well, I, at least I don't have to watch eight seasons of this one show. That's mainly yeah. the reason I started it, just because I could have it on the background and I give a shit. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was decent so far. I'm on like episode five, I think. So maybe it. Oh, gets it's got really a lot shitty. of
0: people in it. Yeah, it's like kind Naomi, of Watts, Billy Crudup, Carl Glusman, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Lucy Boynton. Yeah, a lot of people. Cool.
1: I mean, the characters in it are kind of shitty, but like overall, it's a pretty decent show. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, after that, I came home, I worked, and then we watched The Harder They Fall. Mm-hmm. But Mike, what did you, my, my little scandalous, my little handsome man, what did you watch?
0: I had a pretty light week uh, for mm-hmm. me. I watched uh, four movies, One of uh, uh, five of you include a rewatch of one movie that I watched twice in one week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, I rewatched Sandlot, The Sandlot, uh, with my boy, my boy, my oh. son. Uh, cause I'm just trying to find movies that are not in conto to watch with him. So I'm just mm-hmm. putting on everything I grew up with as a child and he's been liking them. He, yeah. uh, and, uh, and Sandlot, the Sandlot still holds up. I don't care what anyone says. Like it's. What's-
1: hilarious is we just had a conversation not you and i but like me and somebody else had a conversation recently about how i've never watched sandlot and that they think i'm a piece of shit for not and now I, your son has watched it before i, yeah, I have Which i don't is think even you're a piece of fun. shit
0: i think you just didn't have a childhood yeah. uh but <laughs> true true yeah, it's it's uh, i honestly don't know if it would hold up the same for someone watching it as for the first time as an adult yeah uh but like Having the nostalgia for it, and also the jokes still land, mm-hmm. uh, as long as you accept the camp that is there.
1: Like, mm-hmm. there's
0: one scene where they're the whole thing. They're trying to get this ball back from uh, a, a yard with a, a mean dog in it, and yeah. there's one kid's like on a pulley system, and the dog like runs towards him so they pull him up real quick and he's just screaming and then he he puts his his finger to the to his lips and goes so it's just (laughs) it's like stupid cartoon 90s humor so if you go in accepting that you're probably gonna have a good time uh but yeah rewatch the sandlot classic it's a classic uh Mm -hmm. then i watched nope which we have a review for on our youtubes uh yep and then i rewatched nope uh two days later because yeah I had some free time and wanted to see a movie, and had either seen everything or didn't had no interest in seeing something. Uh, mm-hmm. So I visited our good friend John Clark at the movie theater he works at. Oh, uh, he got me in for free, like the gent he is, and he also oh, got me a free popcorn.
1: Scholar. Oh my God, scholar and gentleman. Yes,
0: yes. And not only did he give me a free ticket, he blocked off the two seats next to me so no one would. Sit oh next my to me.
1: God, it's like he it knows great. you.
0: He he wine and dined me as far as you seriously me, did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Nope is a, a movie that we have a review for, and I <laughs> I might hate it, so you have to see our review for You Might that. have to. <laughs> uh, then I re- watched The Harder They Fall, which we're going to get into in just a minute, and then I watched uh, Ang Lee's Lust Caution, uh, mm-hmm. which is a movie about a spy who is tasked with seducing a uh, an enemy, uh, and I really, 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 really liked it until the end, and I... Mm. I don't want to say I hated the end, but it was just a little too out of left field for me uh, and made the woman look not great. And like mm-hmm. she's not supposed to look great, but like without giving anything away, it makes her look like a materialistic piece of shit, in my opinion. Uh, I, d- I didn't think that uh, – sh- if she did indeed fall in love with the guy, it didn't feel like she did until that point. Yeah. So in my opinion, the ending is not great. But the rest of it is is fantastic. Mm. Uh, just a really weak ending, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, mm. that's that. And that, that's... that wasn't for the 1001 movies. That, it's just, that was just you? That was just me watching a, on, net, on Netflix DVD, because they still send you DVDs if you want to. They do, uh, they do. Yes, because I'm old school like that. Uh, but yeah, without any further ado, let's get into The Harder They Fall. I got a position I want you to fill. Now, it's not the usual press agent's routine. It's an important job that calls for an important man that pays important money, and I think you're important. Interested? Well, I didn't come here to work out. <laughs> all righty. Look, the fun—George! What's he doing? Getting ready, Mr. i Well, tell him to hurry it up. Yes, sir. Okay. Eddie, the fight game in this country is falling apart. The boys are all getting too smart. They don't want to go to college, they want to become doctors, they want to become lawyers, they don't want to fight for a living. So I sent a couple of the boys abroad to find me some new material, I think they came up with a winner. He just got off the boat this morning, the guy's name is uh, Toro Marino. Toro Marino, I never heard of him. Well, I told you he's new, didn't I? An
1: ex-sports writer is hired by a shady fight promoter to promote his latest find, an unknown but easily exploitable rising star from Argentina. Yes,
0: directed by Mark Robson, uh, based on the novel by Bud Schulberg and written for the screen for, by Philip Jordan. It is starring Humphrey Bogart, Rod Steiger, Jan Sterling, Mike Lane, uh, Max Baer, Jersey Joe Walcott, uh, Edward Andrews, Harold J. Stone, a bunch of people that mm-hmm. are in there that you, we probably don't know most of them because it's an older film. Yeah. Uh, but Humphrey Bogart. He's the man. I love Humphrey Bogart. So is Ro- Rod Steiger is also the man. Uh he he's the bad guy in this, but it's he's still got a great performance. And uh yeah, I didn't know what to expect from this. Um and honestly, this movie was kind of ahead of its time as far as like discussing brain injuries goes.
1: Mm-hmm. For real. I was kinda of surprised about that, like completely, honestly. Yeah,
0: same. Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, this was this was an interesting one for me too. I uh I honestly, I did not know what to expect. I think I've only watched... I mean, besides the one we had talked about before, like, one other Humphrey Bogart movie, and I don't even think I finished it. <sighs> so, like, everybody else in this is just relatively new to me. Yeah. And you know how I am with the classics, you know? You know yeah. It's always... You never know. It's just a like mixed,
0: mixed basket. You never do know. Um, The, uh... the I'm not a huge fan of boxing, so it takes a lot for me to like a boxing movie. Mm-hmm. Like... I only like Rocky because I'm uh, contractually obligated to to live in the Philadelphia area. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, it's it's a good underdog movie, but I couldn't give a shit about the boxing. I yep. could not give any less of a shit about the boxing. Uh, boxing is a dumb – you need talent for it. I want to be very clear about that. But the idea of boxing as a sport to me is just incredibly stupid. Mm-hmm. Am I hypocritical Hypocritical for also loving fights in ice hockey? Yes, probably. <laughs> but to me, it is slightly different because the fights in ice hockey are not as damaging as boxing fights are. Yeah. And they also uh, kind of just happen in the heat of the moment and aren't are just fights for fighting's sake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, not so,
1: the, the whole primary thing of when you go to watch hockey.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, I like hockey. And the fights are cool but mm-hmm. like if if I go to a hockey game without fights, it's still pretty cool. Um, but it's uh, it so it takes a lot for me to get on board with boxing movies. Uh, and honestly when they started talking about like the whole mental illness aspect of it with uh, the the one uh, sports reporter showed Humphrey Bogart's character that interview with that old boxer he had. Mm-hmm. when that came on, I knew we were in for like a different kind of boxing movie. Uh, yeah. Especially for that time when they, you know, they were what sixty years away from knowing, maybe seventy years away from knowing what uh, CTE is, yeah. um, and just still talking about how there's lasting effects for boxing. Uh, so I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I, I thought it was it was a noble effort by the director and writers to really like show how these, especially back then, how boxers were exploited by people like Rod Steiger's character.
1: Mm-hmm. It's something you would expect more from like the seventies. Even it's just yeah. for that, that sort of information and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, because with like the with uh, is it this fifties right? Yep, fifty six. Yeah, f- fifty six. So in fifty six and the forties, forties and fifties were all about like glamour and glitz and yeah, yeah. You had your noirs and everything, but even those were kind of glamorous. Yeah, uh, and where this was very unglamorous, and and I really appreciated that aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it. it <laughs> I wasn't – I still wasn't sure how to feel after the first 10, 15 minutes when you first see uh, Toro, the the Argentinian boxer Toro Marino. You yep. see him box, and he's so bad that it's kind of funny. And I, I wasn't sure at that point if this was supposed to be a comedy or not. And, it, was,
1: it was rough. A lot of the – not even just the first, like, 10-minute fight scene. A lot of yeah. them were kind of rough. Just because we're so, like, used to – Every, like, boxing match, like, nowadays, like, Southpaw and Creed and stuff like that actually being, like, hits and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then going to a movie like this and then they're they're absolutely whiffing or just kind of hugging each other a lot. Or or, or they're
0: hitting and you can tell that it's not the best. However, I will say in the final fight that Toro has where he gets his ass handed to him. Oh, yeah, that one. the that one looked real, and then also the makeup in it was really good. If that was makeup, mm-hmm. like part of me might be wondering if they just. The homie
1: actually got his ass beat for a paycheck. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, ma- yeah. I mean, he's a Mike Lane had a pretty storied career. So, and yeah. uh, the guy who played um, uh, Buddy Brannon, he was actually a, a boxer, Max Bear. Uh, so maybe he, it was
1: like a whole Creed story.
0: Yeah, he's um. So Max Bear is the boxer. Uh, Actually, I think – I could be wrong. I think Apollo Creed dying in Rocky – I think, I want to say it's four uh, – was kind of based on Max Bear. Because Max Bear actually killed a guy in the ring when he was in his early 20s. Oh, wow. And uh, in, in Cinderella Man, uh, it's based on a true boxer who fights Max Bear. Mm. And they make Max Bear to be out this huge monster. But when Max Bear actually found out he killed a guy, he broke down in tears and, and like – couldn't be consoled or anything. So like, mm-hmm. it's a shame that he's been vilified and, but, uh, at least by modern cinema, he was obviously hired for stuff here. It's um, even
1: weirder in, in this one then. Cause, <laughs> cause technically he kind of kills it.
0: Max, Max bear doesn't Mike Lane does the guy who plays Toro Marino.
1: Yeah, well, I think he well in, in this he was like, I want it to be known that Toro didn't do shit. I'm the one who basically oh, got yeah, him that's on right. that cliff he, he and then he's just pushed him off.
0: <laughs> yeah, he fought he fought him before Toro did. That's right, you're mm-hmm. right. Um so yeah, I mean like I'm sure that was like thirty years removed, so he would probably gone yeah. over it a little bit, but you know, uh I I still think it's pretty interesting. Oh, this um, this is
1: actually he died three years after this movie came out.
0: Max Bear did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so we I do. think
1: uh, if he did if he did fight in the 20s, then, it, yeah, it was probably 30 years off. Yeah. Um, That's crazy.
0: Yeah, but this is, it's a, uh, I, I, I just really enjoyed this movie. It was a lot more about the morals around fighting than I thought yeah. it was going to be. Um, and Rod Steiger, I love Rod Steiger because he plays such a good oh, villain. Oh, man, you mean Dick Nick in this movie? Dick <laughs> <laughs> Did someone call him that or did you call me him that? You <laughs> right now? Nick? Oh, yeah, he, he was dick. a major asshole. like when they were going over like the, the money for everything and and he, they just kept deducting things and deducting things. Yep. And I was like, oh god, why are you tilly ended this? up with like 29 dollars f- or something like, f- like yeah, that? Yeah, I think like, it was 47 or something like that. But yeah, um, yeah, he plays a great asshole and yep. and just great performances all around. There is no better Humphrey Bogart than an angry Humphrey Bogart, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like when he found out that it was he was only paying him forty seven dollars, and he shut that cabinet door. Ooh, yeah. it scared me a little bit. I was I, like, oh, I feel
1: like the the few movies I've seen with him, I feel like his signature like angry moment is like when he like takes his jacket and kind of just throws it or like whips it or something like. That. He's like, God damn
0: it! Yeah,
1: it just, that's at least the two or three movies that I've seen from it. It's just always like, oh, that's his move. Like there he oh,
0: he whipped the he whipped the jacket. <laughs> yeah, he's one of my favorite actors from from classic films. Mm-hmm. Um and he actually died the year after this came out in nineteen fifty seven, oh, wow. which is a shame because he was a he was a great actor. Uh one of my favorite movies, Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Uh he's in. And of course he's in Casablanca, the African Queen. He's in a lot of movies, Maltese Falcon, which we reviewed earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um yeah, it's. I, I mean, it's. 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 I don't want to say pretty, it's a standard.
1: It's pretty uh, straightforward. Like, yeah, it's a pretty plot. straightforward
0: movie. Yeah, um, but it 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 really. I I felt so bad for Toro in this because, you know, it kind of reminded me of H- the hustle or the hustler, yeah. the hustle, the hustle, the one with Adam Sandler. Is that the hustle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they um were you know just kind of coming over with trusting someone fully that they are in it for your best interest only to feel like you're getting dicked over mm-hmm. um and i those stories always like are hard for me to watch because i especially, hate it when people get dicked especially over.
1: uh what'd
0: you pay me for oh you'll find out later Oh. Anyway,
1: um so, yeah, I mean, especially since him Toro and his his like manager at, like the time had no mm-hmm. idea any of these fights were scripted or anything like that. So he's out there thinking he's he's the shit and then he gets his ass beat by just his boxing trainer, just like a, yeah. his sparring partner and who's like 60-year-old dude. <laughs> it's it's crazy. And then he actually thinks at one point he kills a dude. Um it's kind of heartbreaking. I wish there was more um of the relationship building between uh toro and humphrey bogart's character agreed um, yeah versus the the kind of obviously they didn't have like you know um you know uh, stunt doubles or anything so they didn't have any uh choreography as far as you know fighting goes they probably were just like all right just go in there and throw some fists at each other and actually don't hit each other in the face or whatever but jesus christ um a lot of the matches just kind of look like not professional boxers boxing each other
0: of course yeah. it looks um, like amateur boxers holding back a lot to make sure they don't yeah. hurt the other guy um, which
1: i mean understandable for its film yeah. but uh it takes away a little bit but you really with that you kind of wish that there was more relationship building as far as it goes but you know yeah. this this movie is great it had a bunch of great characters in it and it was just, it just packed a punch shall i say <laughs> oh, jesus christ <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I would have even liked to see some of Toro Moreno's backstory. Uh, yeah, even like, him hanging out with his mom or something like that. Yeah, like, like they, the they opened with him coming to America on on the boat and everything. They showed mm-hmm. him getting off the boat. Uh, I would have liked to see his life in Argentina a little bit. Not a lot, maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, nothing that would really pad the runtime too much. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, th- overall, this was just a story about morality than anything uh, and, you know, having compassion for guys who get their heads beaten for a living and, and – because everyone other than Humphrey Bogart was calling them bums like, oh, they don't want to work. They don't want to do anything. It's like they literally mm-hmm. after get, getting their heads hit for a living do not have the capacity to do any other work. Yep. And, and it's just nice to see in the 50s a movie that recognized that uh, when so many other people – Uh, back then would have just, you know, shrugged it off and been like, yeah, whatever. It was nice to see Humphrey Bogart. Uh, My brain's leaking out of my ears. (laughs) I don't need those brains. Mm. You wipe Um, that off. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, But, yeah, it is straightforward, so I don't have too much else to say. Mm -hmm. You and I both. Yeah, so that does it for a review for The Harder They Fall. That brings us to our judgment. As always, it needs to be a unanimous decision whether or not it goes on the KFL shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. Uh, this was a streaming roulette, but I'll go first. Mm. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was much better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, really, the only part I didn't like about it was the boxing aspect. Yeah. But also, without the boxing aspect, it would not have the, the human aspect of empathy and, and you know trying to do what's right by someone who is essentially a modern day gladiator. Uh yeah. so yeah, it was surprising in that sense. So I would say it does go on the shelf.
1: Mhm. Uh, I enjoyed it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um and it's really hard coming right off of Sophie's choice and saying no to that one and then would be saying yes to this one. <laughs> so I, I I'm I'm st- I'm stuck in quite a pickle. I must I must Yes. Say. But I can throw this little wrench in there. Uh, I think for its time, it was ahead of its time um, on, on most of the parts that we discussed. And that I, I could uh, be obliged to say, yes, it would go on the shelf because Ooh. of that. And the relationship between, I, like, I mean, I wish there was more between Toro and uh, Humphrey Bogart. But um, there wasn't. But I, I would say it, it's enough to make me want to put it on the shelf.
0: So that's a yes, then? I, w-
1: I would say.
0: Yeah. Ooh, reluctant yes, but a yes nonetheless. Reluctant, but yes. I'll take it. So the harder they fall doesn't make it on the cave our shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. That brings us to our assignment for next week. Uh, Glenn, I, I found out that you have zero joy in your life. None
1: none I live day to day whispering away in whispers of wind whispering away standing Uh,
0: so admittedly the movie I have picked is only available for rent which is why I sent you $3.99 plus tax (laughs) plus the 6% tax for uh, sales Mm -hmm. Uh, unfortunately everyone else is going to have to purchase their own rent for this Uh, however if you're going to spend $3.99 plus sales tax anywhere this is probably the best place to do it because this movie has brought me so much joy in my life uh it is called the jerk starring steve martin (laughs) it was never easy for me i was born a poor black child
1: meet nathan johnson he's poor
0: you mean i'm gonna stay this color
1: and he's eager
0: this is the kind of music that tells me to go out there and free somebody let
1: him go. Traveling down that lonely road, seeking fortune.
0: Actual live weight kissing. Take a chance and win something.
1: Finding fame. The new phone bucks
0: here! The new phone bucks here!
1: Johnson, Naven Sounds like a typical... <laughs> ...and learning about love from a perfect master
0: making new friends Die, baby. with an instinctive flair. He hates these cans. Stay away
1: from the cans! I actually should have saw that coming. I don't know why I didn't. <laughs>
0: The Jerk, a simple-minded, sheltered country boy, suddenly decides to leave his family home to experience life in the big city, where his right. naivete is both his best friend and his worst enemy. It is directed by Carl Reiner, written by Steve Martin, Carl Gottlieb, and Michael Eliash. Uh It is starring Steve Martin, Bernadette Peters, Caitlin Adams, and Mabel King, as well as uh, several others that you will recognize throughout. Uh, and again, that is only available to rent. Or if you have Showtime, it's on Showtime as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not have Showtime, and I'm assuming Glenn doesn't, which is why I, I sent him uh, $3.99 plus sales tax. Uh, so, yes, I apologize that, you know, purchase. But when I found out that Glenn has not seen this, <laughs> I could not stand by and let that go. So He uh,
1: literally yelled at me in all caps. <laughs> I did
0: yell at him. It had I ser- be done. I, I, uh, fair warning. The opening of this movie might shock some people, in 2022 i'm not going to tell you why but it when you watch it it makes it better Mm -hmm. that's all i'm going to say we'll talk about it in next week's episode uh it is not offensive even though it seems offensive at first just saying that so just stick through that first line don't turn it off after that first line because it's good trust me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no to clarify there are no slurs thrown there it's just what steve (laughs) martin says
1: digging the hole might
0: make some of the more you know cautious people in 2022 question it but i assure you it is not an offensive film it is just someone who's very very stupid Mm -hmm. so (laughs) there's that so the jerk is our assignment for next week uh again Best three ninety nine plus sales tax you will ever spend. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we're keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, Twitter keystone underscore film. Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, keystone film review. And on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR, And I am Glenn KFR, And that will do it until next week when we watch The Jerk starring Steve Martin. Yeah.
1: Yes, our second uh, Steve Martin film this year. Yeah.
0: Goodbye, everybody. Mm. Bye-bye.